Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast in, in this, this reality. reality. The show designed to challenge everything we've been taught. If you've ever felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Time to open your mind. And dive in. This, this is, is the, the Mental, Mental Mastery, Mastery Alliance, Alliance Podcast. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance Podcast. Today is Easter Friday. Huh. Easter. Well, time flies and we mark our fancy trips around the sun on this wonderful space ball we call Earth with these trivial dates. <laughs> Shit. I think it's one of those things where you got to find something that you want to believe in. Um, and and you do, right? So these are, the, these are the stories that we stick to. Religion. Jesus. It's funny living in this particular moment in time where people don't quite realize that they're influenced by everything that they see. There's this peculiar belief that we are forming our thoughts, having unique, I don't know, perceptions, unique ideas, when really we're just quietly amalgamating all the information we're taking in and regurgitating it back. Now this comes to a point of division. Religion, right? If you think about religion as a whole, theoretically, religion is about the, the worship and appraisal or praising of the, the appraisal. How much is that God worth? It's the worship and praising of a, a God deity, a, a divine entity, theoretically too, that if this is the case, then this God should be peaceful, should be happy, should be wonderful. It doesn't matter which God you pick. So the question then becomes, why have we turned this into war? And I say we, I mean you. You, specifically you. We didn't. We didn't turn it into war. We didn't turn what we're doing, saying, thinking, being, feeling, doing anything. We didn't turn it violent. We didn't do it. We were exposed to it and we chose it shortly afterwards as our own. So any religion across the world, they want to pick and choose whatever it is they want to do. Go right ahead. You Here's your religion. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Believe what you want. This even comes down to so many other things. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not just religion. It's, it's now it's race, class, sexuality. Believe whatever you want. That's cool. But whatever your beliefs are, don't force them on anyone else. No matter what side of any spectrum you may stand on. If you're not going to force your beliefs down other people's throats, then there's no war. There's no violence. Now, of course, you're going to hear a bunch of, Liberals or, or, or whatever. I don't even want to put that name on it. You're going to hear a bunch of influenced people 
fight that, state that, that that's wrong. We don't have any control over what's going on in Afghanistan, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. Those people still want to fight. Those people want to fight. <laughs> Y'all want to fight me. And I don't understand. It's like you have the opportunity. You as the individual sitting there listening to this podcast right now, you have the opportunity to pick and choose what you're going to get riled up over. And what you believe versus what they believe. You get to choose who gets your essence, your energy. I don't know about you, but for me, I'm I'm burnt out. <laughs> I'm burnt out on the choices. And it's the funniest thing in the world because, you know, as you sort of aspire to wake up, to understand, to comprehend more, you realize that the knowledge that you're trying to acquire it's not going to come from any of the main sources that you were initially looking for. And you've got this gut feeling that tells you one thing or another. One way or another, you've got this idea of where you need to be. And even that idea came somewhere. And this is the thing. This is the this is the this is the peculiarity of it. Because when you start fake, focusing in on on these things, when you start focusing on all the conspiracies, when you start focusing in on on all of the the normal statements, the sorry, normal as in, let's go with mainstream versus conspiracy. That's another point of division. Think about all the time that you spent understanding and comprehending um, where we are. Whether you believe in flat Earth, globe Earth. Uh, Concave Earth, uh, I don't even know, Mushroom Earth, Back of Turtle Earth. All of these things have validity, which is why all of these people believe all of these things. And the more we wake up, the more we understand, the more we comprehend ourselves in this scenario. These are the stories we tell ourselves. And these are the hills that we die on. And to me... It just seems, I, I would say a bit askew, because who perpetuates the violence? Oh, fuck, we do. My ideologies are my ideologies, and I love them. I love them. And along with having them, I meet some crazy cool people. I meet a lot of weird people. I meet a lot of people that hate me uh, or hate, they don't hate me. Man, nobody hates you. There are people who live with hate and then share that with everybody else. And there are people who live with love and share that with everybody else. Uh, and there are people who live with STDs and share that with everybody else too. <laughs> but I'm bum. Oh wait, do I have one of those? Oh, he does. <laughs> Good times. Uh, now I've lost my train of thought because I got all goofy and foolish, but that's how it goes. Um, so when you sit down and focus in on what you have to say, think, do, the battles that you have to have out there, whether they're uh, socioeconomical, spiritual, physical. What it really boils down to is we're now in a spot where we are at the culmination of our, our thoughts, our studies. And when it comes to this battle and you can choose to yourself, say to yourself, do I really want to convey this message? Do I really want to, to have this fight? Do I really want to create this? And maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, but division, division right now is being pushed on us. So division right now is almost the go-to narrative. And there are a lot of people out there that don't fully understand that because the division is the go-to narrative, 
aggression and tension inside yourself is the go-to feeling. Therefore, if things are okay, and if things are going well, and if things are good, we naturally want to fuck them up, which is odd, right? But it's not odd because it's what we believe to be the truth at that very moment. And I go through all of these things, and what I'm really leading towards right now is this burnout, this, bur- this division burnout, this conspiracy burnout. When I first started thinking about this episode, it was conspiracy burnout, but it really is division burnout. Now, for me to say division burnout, well, that's a conspiracy. So maybe it is conspiracy burnout. <laughs> but when you drink the Kool-Aid for so long and when you grow up and things don't matter, right? You're, you're trying to figure out yourself. You're trying to figure out your job. You're this, you're that as you're in your younger years. You're working towards your future. And then when things sort of fall into place, you start questioning things. And then you start questioning more and more and more. And then crazy things start happening. And then more ideologies and more realizations start happening. And then when those realizations start happening, there's the trickle-down effect where everything that you see from your past has a whole new meaning because you see it with different eyes. And now you're questioning absolutely everything. And now you're stuck in a spiral. And <laughs> now it's crazy, crazy. But are you crazy? Is this crazy? And do you have to force your will and and ideas on other people? We come right back to this. It comes down to who and what we need to to feel. We only feel slighted when, well, either we turn on the news or, or whatever, you know, or, or somebody attacks us or we, or we state something that somebody disagrees with and we don't know how to handle that, express that, feel that. The burnout that I'm talking about that I feel is like, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. You know, like I'm over the idea that we have to constantly fight each other or that, that, or that whatever we have isn't enough or wherever we are isn't enough. It's weird because that battle that happens externally when you're, when you're conversing with somebody or watching the news or, or, or trying to just drink a Bud Light. (laughs) I'll have to touch on that one in a second. It's also what's going on inside you because every single thing that you have and want and do and be, it's all, it's all, it's all uh, part of influence. And so is not feeling good enough about yourself, part of influence. And so does positioning yourself in the world, part of influence. So we have the opportunity to have this internal battle with ourselves. Whatever I'm doing, is it good enough? Do I have enough? Am I happy? And then we think, okay, I am happy. I'm good. But if I stay this way, will I push to do more? Will I have more? Will I be more? No. And a lot of us don't really want to address ourselves either. Nobody really wants to look in the mirror. A lot of people don't want to look in the mirror. And if you hold a mirror up to like 99% of the population, they will punch you in the face. (laughs) I don't mean a physical mirror because there's a lot of people who'd be like, ooh, I'm so pretty. But you know what I'm talking about. You hold that mirror up and people don't want to hear it. But people are so happy to hold a mirror for somebody else. Again, division. Right? So as you progress and as you're as you're motivating yourself through your life, you have to understand that there are certain things that are going to happen. There are certain things that are going to take place. There are certain things that will inevitably be. And it's up to you to handle and navigate that as it comes. 
as you wish to have it come. Are we going to spend our time fighting and being divided? I mean, right now, the biggest push, the biggest push is the, is the trans agenda. And it's like, it's like, okay, at first it was like, this is weird. And then it was like, this is super weird because now it's been going on for so long that, and this is, remember, this is the 1% of the population. I saw a clip too that was absolutely fascinating. I'm going to see if I can pull this up. But this clip was referring to, moreover, that the trans agenda latched into uh, certain individuals with certain types of autism. And I thought, shit, that, that kind of ties in with a lot of stuff. Let's see if I can pull this up right now. Transgender or high-functioning autist. You'll see now in the media. So you look and you actually look at the mental health studies, a lot of these people that identify as non-binary or transgender are high-functioning autists. You'll see now in the media they're talking about Aubrey Hale as a high-functioning autist. So that is the crux of this problem is that we're basically enabling people that are actually mentally challenged. It's even stronger than gender dysphoria. They're actually suffering from autism. And that is why this society is getting so bad because the increased rate of autism is going to only increase the rate of transgenderism. You just hit the nail on the head. It was over a decade ago. I had a liberal member of parliament on who found over half the kids they were having transition were autistic. They know once you get an autistic kid to obsess on something and give them attention, when they're like six or seven or even younger, they then tell them you're a boy, you're a girl, and they're really the other. That becomes their identity. They become obsessed with it. And if you criticize them or warn them, they think you're attacking them. And absolutely, you go to these events, almost all these people are completely autistic. Now, that was... Transgender. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. That was, when I read that, I'm like, or when I first saw that clip, I was like, this is really cool. Like, it's it's a neat twist on this, on this idea and story. Now, here's another thing, too. If you talk to anybody with trans kids or, or anything like that, you know, the, that mental state, you realize that there's a lot of enabling going on. And and the parent themselves, um, I, I don't, uh, I don't rightly know, and I'm not going to speak on that total topic, but you see a lot of the parents who, who were susceptible to certain things at certain times, I guess would be the safest way to say that. The people that want drama, and we all know those kids when we were younger growing up, there was that one girl, that one guy that was just so full of drama. You're like, is this person for real? Uh, they went on to have kids, right? And and now people don't want to talk about vaccines and all that sort of stuff and their correlation to other things. Now, I'm not going to say anything because we kept getting shut down and banned, shadow banned, having fucking opinions. But when we start, you know, listening to this and, and these and having these conversations, right? The first thing that a lot of us think of is you can't say that. You can't say a transgender is autistic, right? Because who's going to get offended? And now you're seeing things in Canada where it's like, hey, it's a $25,000 fine if you misgender or offend a tranny, transgender. Oh, shit. Did I just get offended by that? Oh, wait. You know, what? I should probably do this right now. Disclaimer. If you're going to soundbite any of this podcast, you must soundbite it in its entirety for consistency and context. <laughs> you, you never know. I said tranny. Somebody's like, that's a derogatory term, $25,000. But you know what you can do for a lot cheaper? You can go out and get caught drinking and driving. That's only a $1,000 fine. The absurdity of this is is through the roof. And this particular topic, when I talk about this, when I can say things like the division tactics that we're talking about, you know, no everybody's included and all that sort of stuff. 
but at what cost, right? I mean, there are so many people out there pointing the finger at so many other people, and there's just so much division. And, and these people, they want it. They want the division. They want to fight. They want to be the victim. How do you win against somebody who gets more power every time they're the victim? This victim mentality is brutal, and it does track with a lot of autism that I've seen. Uh, and I speak on that, you know, being partially on the spectrum myself. Like, am I autistic? I'm not sure. Am I socio? I'm not sure. But I'm definitely on the spectrum. I mean, there's no way in hell somebody like me who functions and, and has been told in his junior years numerous times, I remember in grade two and, and then again in grade four and then again in grade seven, the, the counselors recommended that I went on Ritalin because I was whatever. I don't even know what Ritalin is at the time, but my parents advocated against it um, to a degree. And they asked if I wanted it. And I said, no. And why did they want to put me on Ritalin? Because I had the ability to think for myself. Because I had the ability to question things. Because I had the ability to see through the bullshit even back then. And what happened when you saw through the bullshit back then, they called you fucking crazy. They called you disruptive. They called you a disturbance. They said you couldn't do this. Like, honestly, no, I'm not any of those things. It's just this shit that I'm doing right now in your dumbass class is boring, right? This is garbage. You want to entertain me? And and I know this because you put me in a history class, and this is back when I was definitely third dimensional, but history to me was fascinating because even before I knew anything, I knew that if you knew where you came from, you could help yourself in knowing where you're going. So history blew my mind, which is probably why the history of Tartaria now and all this other stuff that's coming up, Antarctic treaties, uh, Operation Fishbowl, Operation High Jump, Operation Paperclip, all of these things show up. And I'm like, geez, I want to know more about this. I'm bloody fascinated with this. It gets hours and hours and hours of my time. That's the shit that blows me away. That's the shit that I really, really love. So when you come back at me and say, in school you were disruptive, I'm like, no, your shit was boring. I had to be here. I was forced into the government-mandated indoctrination camps. And I saw through them without even realizing I was seeing through them from the get-go. And I'm sure you did too. If you're listening to this show right now, there's a high likelihood that you saw through it. And you know what happened to the people that didn't see through it? The majority of them are stuck working nine to five jobs or shift work. Uh, and they're not happy and they're drinking too much. And they, they, they did everything that they were supposed to do. But they're just simply not happy. Um, and what else are they doing? A lot of people, well, here's the thing too about this. A lot of people are paying their taxes and, and keeping their mouth shut. But there's, again, those who didn't see it, those who didn't see the, the message and those, those who, who turned the blind eye to the, to the idea of the education system. I know a lot of people that are not paying taxes. I know a lot of people that are, are fed up with it. And I know a lot of people that are asking questions like, oh, look, if you want me to pay my taxes, I need you to send me an accountability list. I need you to tell me where my money's going because why on earth are all the celebrities and all of our money going to the Ukraine? I have questions about that, <laughs> right? So this is just the older generation. I myself am 42 years old, 42 and single. That was a whole other thing I wanted to talk about being single over 42. It's weird. Um, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast. So at 42, I, don't believe in taxes. I don't believe in this, that, and anything. And what's the standard answer? You don't believe in roads and schools? <laughs> Privatize it. I know a ton of people that can build you a damn fine road. That's not the case. 
that's not what this is all about. All taxation really is is the is the is the theft of your money. It's not so that the government has the money, it's that so you don't have the money. So the more you work, the more you earn, the more you pay. So goes the theory, right? So in when you're in the in the in the think about this, when you're super poor, you have to pay for bank accounts. When you've got some money, you no longer have to pay for bank accounts. So you're saving some money. Right? And then the higher up you go in the tax bracket, you pay a little bit more tax. So the harder you work, you pay a little bit more tax. And what that sounds that sounds great, you know? I'd rather I'd rather make a million dollars than thirty thousand dollars a year. I'm okay with the taxes. But here's what happens to the psyche of the person who does that for the most part. When you start working your way through the tax brackets, there comes this pivotal moment where you're like, I'm going to put in X amount of effort now moving forward. And I'm not going to see a return until I jump up to the next level because I'm right at the precipice right now where if I make too much, I get overly taxed. That's intentional. There's no wave into it. You don't, you don't blend in. You jump in. Right? And if you're making over a million in Canada, that roughly equates to 48% tax. So there's a lot of people that will never aspire to earn a million dollars. And there's a lot of people that would be put off by the fact that they could earn 750 or 500,000 and not pay as much in taxes. So you see, it's intentional, right? It's not about the government having your money because I personally don't believe any of this money bullshit's real. It can't be real. So you want to talk about finance. I mean, that's a whole other episode too, but let's do a brief synopsis of finance. Picture nine people sitting down to a, a, a casino poker game and they all bring a hundred bucks with them and nobody goes out. Well, eventually the house rakes it all. Now think about a, a vehicle. Every single time that vehicle changes hands, the government gets a cut. No matter how many times that vehicle changes hands, the government takes a piece. The government, uh, and from that piece, you've already paid your income tax. You've already paid your sales tax. You've already paid gas tax galore, gas tax, income tax, sales tax, uh, homeowners tax, property tax, uh, <laughs> tax on tax. Like it's just all tax, right? So without the invention of new money, there's no tax. Oh, on top of that tax, you've got your uh, interest rate tax. You've got your borrowing tax. You've got all of this other stuff. So like the cost of borrowing this, that, and the other thing. Eventually all that money goes away, right? But where does it go? Right? Cause everybody's always paying one thing, one thing, one thing. So now back to the poker table. If no new money enters the game, the game can't continue. Hence inflation. So imagine the house keeps breaking down and they're like, you know what? We're going to give you two to one on your chips. So here's another hundred stack, but it's only worth really only 50. Like when you cash out of here, but here's a hundred bucks. So the players just keep sitting there. They get their hundred bucks and the house just keeps raking and nobody goes out. They just keep breaking. And then, Here's a little bit more. Here's another hundred. You can stay. Right? And then here's here's some debt. You can stay. Here's some more and here's some debt as well on top of that. You can stay. You can stay at the game. You can keep trying. That's what money is. The government prints the money and the government takes all the money back. And then we talk about things like BlackRock and this, that, and the other thing. Now, so what do you do with that money? When you get it, when you earn it, you build things. You create things. So money isn't the be-all, end-all. Money is just merely a tool to acquire a life that you want. And you are personally capable of doing absolutely anything that you want to do. That's what's cool with that. 
And every single time that you tell yourself you can't do something, that's the story that you're telling yourself. So this again becomes your story. So we've covered a lot of things in this episode. I'm kind of all over the place with it. But all of it comes down to distraction and division. Like, Why the hell are we talking about some dude pretending to be a woman on a can pretending to be beer? <laughs> I like that line. And what's Bud Light really thinking? Is that their demographic? Or are they going to alienate themselves? Is it going to be bad for business that, that Bud Light did this? And while we're on the topic of business... Are we really focused that heavily on money? Oh, yeah, to, end, and to, to end, end that initial thought, at 42, we're questioning taxes. And the people that are much younger than us are hearing us question taxes. They're seeing their own thing. They're making their own opinions. And they're being influenced heavily also by the media. So you talk to somebody who's 22 years old about taxes. A, they've never been told how to pay them or what they're all about or what they're even for. And there's no, there's no push on it. Like our parents were like, pay your goddamn taxes. That stuff doesn't exist anymore in this reality. So we're going to see what happens when people are really just going to be like, we're done with this. Because the oppression of most governments is going to really collapse. I'm going to get in trouble at some point because somebody's going to come back here and even though I put the disclaimer in earlier, they're going to say, you know, you were propagating for a, a rise of government, you know, a, 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 an upbringing, an uprising. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually the opposite of that. I... I you know, the definition of anarchy is a world without government. And But what do we think of anarchy? We think of anarchy as total chaos. I think that of anarchy is of us being able to monitor ourselves. And that I have to sit here and spend as much time as I do on this topic goes to show that, you know, what I'm really doing is countering the brainwashing that we've all lived our entire lives. Because it's just logical that we don't need people ruling over us. We don't need it. They aren't us. They aren't part of us. We're watching this thing play out. We're, we're just we're just enslaved into the system that we can't break out of, that we can't do anything about. How are you supposed to tell somebody that they've got to pay their taxes when they can't afford food? Is all I'm saying. That won't happen. And you're seeing stories too come up in the in the news that are saying things like people are starting to steal from the, from from uh, grocery stores, and grocery store price. That's why grocery store prices are going up. Well, that's not a hundred percent true. Right, because eventually people will be like, you know what? I can afford food if I just stop paying my taxes. And what's the worst that happens if we stop paying our taxes? <laughs> Some people just thought, well, you'll get arrested. Will you? You know, it's it, it's the illusion. It's a scam. I understand too that taxation is a voluntary process, right? So I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot that needs to be dissected and that sort of stuff. But if I tie it back in. If we figure out, you know, the conspiracy burnout, the, the the spiritual burnout, that the idea that these things are all overwhelming, and we understand that they're also even the stuff that we're seeing is distracting us. It takes all of it to make us understand and comprehend where we need to be with our lives. It takes all of it to make us understand that this is not for me anymore. Even though I went down this path, I learned as much as I could for that, but I can't live here. I can't live here anymore. There's so much more to talk about. There's so much more to do. There's so much more to experience. When it comes to all of the stories that we tell ourselves, we have to have the ability to readdress them with new information. Even the smallest thing, whatever detail it is, you have to be able to question it. You have to be able to question yourself. There's a saying, it says, 
stand for something or fall for everything. And that is one of the biggest traps in the world. I lived by it forever. I know. As soon as I started being open to everything, I realized that I didn't need to stand for something. I didn't need to, to, to stake my ground because there's enough people out there doing that. So you can find the people who are fluid. You can find the people who are able to change their mind, able to change their opinion, able to have an experience without it being absolutely mandatory that it's all chaos. It's all, you know, it's all doom and gloom or it's all whatever. Because everything to me can be everything. Everything has its own side. Everything has its own aspect. Every single person that wants to believe any story that they want to believe, by all means, go for it. Believe it. Love it. You know? But we don't need to force this on other people because I'll tell you this right now, and I'm going to end on this. Division in any capacity is being pumped into our brains. And because of that, we think that we have to act in the same way. We think that we have to be something. We think that we have to perpetuate the divide. But it's all trickery. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac.